Welcome to the Someday Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm a someday mom just like you, who is passionate about empowering and educating women who desire to be a mom sometime in the next one to five years to be proactive about their fertility, health, habits, and lifestyle. On this podcast, we get real with each other and we hold hands as we learn what to do and what not to do as we prepare to be moms someday. We're going to talk about everything from proactive fertility to foods and toxins we should stay away from to habits we should instill into our lives to motherhood and even to maybe building a business if staying home is something you desire so that you can still contribute and have something of your own. I am so excited to be in this with you and I cannot wait to see how much we grow through this season together. Welcome back and welcome to a new week. If you are listening to this on the day that this podcast releases every week, then it's Monday and it's going to be a great week. You have to set that intention and tell yourself every morning that the day is going to be a good day. And throughout the day, tell yourself that it's going to be a great day. You have that choice to make your days and your weeks great. And now let's dive into today's topic. So recently I heard something that kind of made me look at the four phases a little bit different. And maybe this will help you look at it a little different as well. There's still four phases. It's still four seasons within your month. But I'll tell you in a second. Let's just remind ourselves what those four phases are first And then I'll tell you how you might want to think of them differently in the future. So remember, day one of your cycle is day one of your menstrual bleed. That is your first phase, your menstrual phase. That is the time that you are bleeding. That could be anything from two to seven days, and that's completely normal and healthy. After your menstrual phase, we dive into our follicular phase where we're, our bodies is getting ready for ovulation, getting our bodies ready for possible pregnancy. Then after follicular, we have our ovulatory phase, which is about five days always. You only ovulate one day a month. Yeah, I know. And then after your ovulatory phase, you have your luteal phase, which is always about 12 to 14 days. And then the cycle starts all over. But something that I heard recently that made me start to look at this as a little bit differently was instead of calling it four phases, we actually have two phases and two events that happen in our body. And that makes sense. And if you think about it, you can probably figure out which two are the events that happen in a month and which two are the phases that happen that kind of are a little bit longer of a time period as well. So our two events are menstruation and ovulation. And the two phases are follicular and luteal. So we have our first event and 
probably the event that we focus on most and that we've probably always focused on most since we were a teenager and got our period for the very first time is our menstruation period, right? That's the thing that is in our mind all the time. When is my period coming? Uh, my period's coming. All of those, whether they're good feelings or bad feelings, usually what my clients are telling me, bad feelings about their menstruation period. The other event that happens is ovulation. And I got to tell you something, and this might be a surprise to you. It kind of was to me, but it does make sense. Guess which event is actually more important and actually the main event that happens? Which one? It's actually ovulation. Ovulation is the main event. And it is the most important event that happens in the cycle, even if you're not ready to get pregnant yet. I know that I only ever thought about ovulation until recently when I was trying to not get pregnant, let's just say. (laughs) Now I look at it because I am trying to get pregnant, but... It wasn't an event that I, that I quote-unquote tracked. When I ask people what they're tracking, people are tracking their period. That's it. When is my period going to be here next? But what we actually should be tracking, whether you're trying to get pregnant right now or later in life, is we should be tracking our ovulation. Okay? We were always taught that the bleed was the, the, the main event. Okay? But... I really wish that I was taught and that more women are taught, younger, that ovulation is actually the main event. You want to know why? It is a huge indicator of your health. A regular ovulation is a sign that all is well in your body. Many people, one, do not ovulate. So their period is actually not a period. It's a withdrawal bleed because they didn't ovulate. But we need to be ovulating. And it's not just so that we can get pregnant. Obviously, we need to be ovulating to get pregnant. But even if you're not trying to get pregnant right now, or I know some of my listeners listeners aren't Sunday moms and just huge supporters, and thank you. Even if you're done having kids, you need to be ovulating. Unless, obviously, you're past that time in your life, then things are different, okay? But ovulation is how we make our much-needed monthly dose of progesterone. We need progesterone every month, and not just to keep a pregnancy. They are... So important and just as important as testosterone is to men. Each and every monthly dose of progesterone is like a deposit into your bank account of long-term health. That progesterone builds bone and metabolic reserve to carry us through all the decades after menopause. So if you're not ovulating, you're not producing progesterone, then later in life, you may struggle with things like osteoporosis and 
weak bones and all of those things after menopause. So I'm talking like later in life. And that's something that a lot of people don't think about because we're so much in this tunnel vision world, right? Where instant gratification, I'm only thinking about right now. I'm present, which is a good thing to be present. But we do need to be thinking about our future health and being proactive. And one way to be proactive is to make sure that you are ovulating every month. So how do you know if you are ovulating? Here are some signs that um, you are ovulating. One is paying attention to your cervical fluid. Remember your cervical mucus. We've talked about this before. When you're ovulating, it gets more like egg white consistency. (laughs) I know you got to pay attention to it, especially if you're trying to get pregnant. It's important because if you don't have that and you are trying to get pregnant and you're not ovulating... You're not going to get pregnant, okay? So it's something that you need to start paying attention to. Some other signs are a rise in temperature right after your ovulation that will tell you that you ovulated. I use a BBT thermometer, so it's a basal body temperature thermometer. You have to use that kind. I use the femometer. It links to an app and it tracks my temperature. You have to take your temperature first thing in the morning before you get out of bed every day and track that over every day. I literally take this every single day. And when I see my temperature spike, then I know that I ovulated the day before. So that is like a one for sure way to know whether you are not or whether you are ovulating or not. Thankfully, I am. Okay. So But that is part of tracking your cycle, which we've talked about before. Have you started tracking your cycle yet, or are you still just focusing on your bleed? I want you to be focusing on the whole cycle and this main event, which is what? Ovulation. Get that in your head. You want to start tracking your ovulation. And then guess what? Your menstruation period will start 12 to 14 days after the day you ovulate. Always. If you know that you've ovulated, when you've ovulated, then you'll know that your period is about to come in the next two weeks and you won't be worried about, is it late? You might just have a late ovulation, which then makes your period at 32 days instead of at 28 like you've been told for years and years and years and years and years. Okay? Now, one more quick thing why you might not be ovulating. Number one, and you probably know this already, but if you are taking hormonal birth control, you are not ovulating. You're not producing progesterone. It's not supporting your health in the future. Number two, the second reason you might not be ovulating is if you have PCOS. I, my mom and my sister both have it. I have not been diagnosed with it. Um, However, I do have a doctor's appointment this afternoon. So 
And I think things are fine. And like I said, I can detect ovulation, which is great. Um, but that is another reason where you might not be ovulating or you're ovulating very abnormally, not on a regular basis. And then the third reason you might not be ovulating is if you're under eating. Um, if you're struggling with an eating disorder, if you're not eating enough, you're not fueling your body enough. Your body won't work properly. And so it's really important to focus on our nutrition and be fueling our body really, really well, fueling our body for blood sugar balance, making sure that every meal has a protein, fat, and fiber to support our metabolism. And by supporting our metabolism, it supports our hormones and makes everything work as it should. I hope this episode was super informative. I know that when I learned that ovulation was the main event and not the other way around, whereas menstruation used to be the main event, I felt more empowered about my body and the choices that I was making. And I hope that that makes you feel that way too. See you next week. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend. You know, that friend that's a someday mom just like us. Or tag me in your stories so I can personally thank you for helping to get this message out to other someday moms. I am so grateful to be in this season with you. And until next time, let's make it a great week.